Welcome to The Start Line, a podcast about running, eating, life and everything in between. Hi, it's Jules. Hi, it's Dee. And The Start Line podcast is back after a long and unplanned hiatus. But we're not going to get into that for now. The main thing is that we're back. Mm-hmm. And as usual, at this time of year, we are bringing you some of what you missed from the National Running Show, which took place over the weekend of the 20th and 21st of January at the Birmingham NEC. Yep, yep. It was an amazing weekend. And this year, we did things a little bit differently, as instead of grabbing guests as and when we could at the Emancipated Run Crew stand, I was blessed and honoured to be able to curate a very special series of conversations for ERC focusing on empowerment, representation and community. Did you get that? ERC in the house. You did did a brilliant job uh, putting together some really, really powerful and informative talks on a range of topics. And we talked about how you go from couch to marathon within the first two years of becoming a runner. We did. We talked about going beyond marathons to conquering the ultra distance. And we also talked about our ladies about running through the menopause. And we had a really amazing men's session on running and black male mental health. It was just incredible. Thanks so much to Trojan for leading on that one. We actually stepped out and let the men have Mm -hmm. a little space creating safe spaces for guys to just be together and just talk it was amazing so yeah thanks jay for all of that it was it was it was incredible an incredible weekend an incredible feat and you know being on the england athletics run club hub stand was also really great so we have to thank england athletics for their support and for enabling us to take up that space Mm. um and also a massive massive thanks to our incredible guests from the ERC community who shared so much. They shared great advice, great experiences, and particularly and specifically great conversations. So Stephen, Taz and Trojan were kind enough to grace us and bless us with their presence on the start line for a second time on our NRS National Run Show special. And don't forget, you can still listen back to the episodes we recorded with them at the National Run Show last year, my gosh. It's amazing that a year's passed since that. And it was also great to be joined by Dina, Rachel, Zandi, John, Michelle, Greg and Lionel for the first time. We also, I need to also say a special thanks to Raccoon Events who enabled us and helped us to pull together this talk and just, you know, we're really great um, in in the advertising. But no, thank you very much for your support and help in in, in, and enabling us to do that. We we look forward and we hope and pray that we'll be able to do the same thing next year with different topics and different speakers. Either way, the start line will be recording from the National Run Show. It's it's a thing. So (laughs) that is gonna happen Mm. um but as for these episodes we will be rolling out one episode each week on a thursday over the next six weeks so make sure you follow us on your usual podcast platform as that way you will not miss an episode when it drops nice and so for the first episode in our sixth episode series we bring you mr parkrunner himself Stephen D'Azusa talking about how he went from 
running zero miles, literally couch potato, to becoming a marathon running hero. It's an amazing story. It sure is. Okay, guys. Enjoy. We are here. We're Emancipated Run Crew. We're doing a series of talks today at the National Run Show around empowerment, representation, community, which is what we do. First of all, we've got to say a big thank you to the England Athletics and Raccoon Media for allowing us to take over their run club hub at the National Running Shows, doing a series of talks with our ERC community and family. And the first person that we're speaking to, we actually spoke to this illustrious athlete um, at last year's running show, where he was only one year into his running journey. And that is the person we like to call Super, Mr. Superhero, park runner, Stephen D'Souza. <laughs> Hello, Stephen. Hello. Hello, everyone. How have you found the running show so far, first of all? It's good to be back for another year. Um, the first time I was actually quite overwhelmed. How many people come here and so many, so many stands. And it's just good to be back, I guess. Well, it's good to have you back. It's and actually, back. yeah, it's been, it's been, so we, we spoke to Stephen last year yeah, last for year. at the National Run Show. And from then till now, his running journey has been absolutely incredible. And like really it, it was incredible already, to be in, fair. Inspirational. So I'm going to start off by asking Stephen to tell us a little bit about himself. So we know Stephen from the running community, but what's Stephen all about? Who are you and how did you start running? I used to uh, not do any movement. So I basically used to go out drinking every weekend Basically, Friday, Saturday, I would go out drinking, partying all weekend, coming home early hours of the morning, and then just basically eating rubbish, absolutely rubbish. I had no uh, diet or anything, as in I'd see it, eat it, and not think about anything. Uh, just before I went into, we went into lockdown, I went to the doctors, and they said I was borderline diabetes so I was like I looked at this and thought I need to change something and lock, then lockdown happened and that year went by didn't do anything was basically in the house and then when they said start need to start going back to work I put on so much more weight I put on I was actually 96 kg and when I went back for work for six hours I was basically struggling to do the job I had done before and then my brother got me a, a bike so I started cycling I was cycling for two three months and then I found out about Park Run one of the volunteers in South Norwood Park Run was kind enough to tell me about Park Run and I signed up uh, that day when I got home from my cycle ride and my brother came with me for the following week and I thought there would just be a handful of people, like 40 people. There was over 100 people there. I was so overwhelmed. And I was like, oh, what have I got myself into? Um, but I did my first run. Not impressive. It was 41 minutes. I really struggled. I thought because of the cycling, it would be a straight transition. But it wasn't. I was using different parts of the body that probably never seen the light of day of any sort of exercise or any movement 
And normally I would sort of quit if I find things hard. I'll sort of quit and do something easier. But I decided to keep going. And every Saturday that was me part run. And I sort of, I was still struggling. I didn't enjoy the running, but I thought, let me keep going. And then something clicked. I think I found the RC. I think I think then. I think we found you, Stephen. <laughs> yes. I, I think we we jumped on you, and yes. I think it was Trojan and Yuri, Yuri yes. who brought you into the WhatsApp group. They did. And, and once we got you in, I was we won't let yeah, you go. You tried to escape a few <laughs> times. Didn't you, Stephen? They wouldn't let me leave. Tell, tell us about tell us about your very first run with ERC. Your, your 10k, the Ekaden 10k. I came with a puffer jacket. I Can you tell have... us how big this puffer jacket? Is? What colour was it? It was a red. Mm-hmm. He still um, has it. He still has it. I still it. have it. I bring he still it out tries to run occasions. with it now. I came with the wrong running attire, as I didn't know. Like this is what you wear. But I ran the 10k. I was huffing and puffing, but I did it. I think uh, halfway through that race, you said, where is the exit? Yeah, yes. yeah, so yeah. I said, how do I leave this group? <laughs> <laughs> but from the, the, the group, everyone was posting every day um, their daily runs. And I was like, I need to do this now. And it gave me the, the motivation to, I would normally sit in bed and watch TV all day. And, and that, I'd be happy with that. But then I said, saw everyone's posts. Like, Yuri would run at five o'clock in the morning post that he's done a run and that would inspire me to get out of my bed and go and do a 5k and I would never have thought that would ever ever happen so do you do you think that having a community is important in supporting your running journey it has helped me so much ERC has made me think about my life and I've made lifestyle changes um I was, I was happy to do the 5K run, but then I thought, let me see how I can do this. And I had to break the run down and sort, what do I need to cut out from my life? What do I need? To, I had to change my diet. I stopped drinking, um, stopped going out on Friday night so I could do the park run on Saturday morning. Your wife, Afrin, must have been really happy. Uh, she was actually confused what had happened to me, <laughs> as in... This guy has gone from one extreme to, to a, uh, I don't know. A running hot, machine. Running, yeah, a running machine. Um, and I set goals. So basically I changed my diet. And then during the part run, I'd, I'd, I'd finish with the same people every week. And I was like, let me see if I can take this person, to, if I can beat him. And uh, then I used to see... Yuri and Trojan at the start and they say hello we'll catch you at the end and they'd run off <laughs> and leave me and I was like right I need to keep up with these guys need to change my diet so I started changing my diet losing weight um, and then I caught up with them and um, then you passed them and then I passed them <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got down from 41 minutes down to 25 25-23. That deserves an awesome round of applause. So the title of this today's um, talk is From Zero to Hero. To, to hero, to Parkrun Hero. But I would want to explore how you went from being a sofa surfer. And a Friday night party goer. Exactly. To doing a marathon in a year. I think you guys have challenged me so much 
and encouraged me that all the dreams I had in the past, when I was younger, I wanted to do the marathon and I'd watch on TV and go, I want to do this. And I think as my lifestyle changed, that just went in the past. And then when I started running again with you guys, that dream, that dream was there again. And it was like, I want to do it. And the opportunity came around. I only had six weeks to train for it. But I thought I'm going to do this. I mean, we spoke to you the last national running show and you had done, you'd done the, your first marathon. And you had told us that the furthest point you ran in your training for the marathon was 13 miles, was a half marathon. The two weeks before at the big half. And <laughs> I mean, I could not believe that you could find another 13 miles in yourself because I've I've never done a marathon I've been running for 20 plus years this year is going to be the first year I do it but when I finish a half marathon I cannot see where I'd find 13.1 miles to do it again in the same race how did you do that so the day after the big half I couldn't actually walk <laughs> and Carol got me out and made me run and I was struggling so bad she was laughing so bad <laughs> and it was payback for me leaving her and running off the, at the big half and I ran with Trojan all the way. Um, I think I, did, I broke down the race like 1k at a time or one mile at a time and I didn't think about the whole race. I broke it down into manageable sessions and I found that so much easier and even with the runs I do now I don't look at the big picture, I break it down to manageable bits and it makes it so much easier. I think that's really good advice because then you're just literally, you've just got to complete the next mile or the next 5k. Yeah. And I sort of you're not frightened. pat myself on the back, go, you've done that bit, now on to the next bit and I just keep going. And your next bit is the third, your third marathon this year. That's correct. Third marathon at the oh, London Marathon. In three years. And I will be pacing the event uh, oh, to help yes. others. Yes. At uh, six hours. Oh, wow. Amazing. Awesome. I was just going to ask just about the marathon. Sorry. Yeah, go on. How has your approach to training for the marathon mm. changed between your first marathon and this one that you're going to do, if at all? So the second marathon, was, the first marathon I did was six weeks training and I didn't train properly. I'll admit that. And there were people concerned in the yes. group that I hadn't yeah, done yeah, enough. We were worried. We were, I, I admit, I, I, was, I was very worried <laughs> about you and your ability to do this race. Because we've done one. But the second one, I trained properly and I had a time in mind. I was going for four hours 30 and I trained properly. Um, and I, I managed to do 4.36, wow. which was close to what I wanted. What was, what was the time that you did for your first marathon? Five hours and 18. Wow. So you've shaved over, almost an hour with proper training and proper eating, yes. etc. Yes. Amazing, amazing. Okay, so we, part of our reason for wanting to talk to you as well is I wanted to explore your park run journey. Tell us about what you're doing with park run. First of all, I should say that Stephen's handle on Instagram is at Park Runner UK. Park yes. Runner UK. So he is passionate about He's living up to run. his name. Yes. So tell us about your Park Run journey. What, what are you doing with Park Runs? 
at the moment we're doing the London Challenge um, and at the moment we are doing it with Trojan, the ERC tour. We're traveling around all London. How, uh, how many park runs are there in London? 62. And at, how many have you done? At the moment we've done 34 of them. So, so over half. Done, yeah. Over halfway half. now. Yeah, well done. And um, we're trying to see how diverse park run is for, with black and brown runners. And what have you found? It's not diverse at all. Um, so we love to speak to park run, have a conversation and see what we can do to improve, improve do, the diversity. Do you, do you think what you're doing with the park run tour, do you think it has made a difference, will make a difference? Are you trying to make a difference with it? I believe it will make a difference. From what I've seen, and um, they've, they've had a picture of us, uh, Park Run UK, uh, when we were at one of the park runs, and we've spoken, we've had conversation with directors, park run directors. We're coming to come to Harrow here. <laughs> yeah. With Simon here, one of the park run directors there. Um, and we just want to have a conversation with people. What can we do to improve? improve? Well, what do you think, what do you think is stopping black and brown people from attending park run? I, I think that not many people know that park run exists. I found it by accident. And I'm glad I did find it because it has changed my life. But I think more needs to be done to promote it. Maybe promote it in different places where black and brown runners are. Yeah. Do you think also seeing people, seeing more black and brown people actually doing parkrun and participating will encourage other people to recognise it's a space that welcomes them? I do. And I think that's what I like about ERC. They uh, promote people to volunteer at park runs. So you have that balance as well. You have runners as well as volunteers and people taking active parts in all, all roles. Now, part of your transformation as well, Stephen, has been the fact that you've been pacing at races. And that's another element to it, isn't it? Because if you can see other people that look like you pacing these races, it makes a huge difference. So I've paced uh, three races now. I've paced the Hackney Half. Um, which had two hours 20. I've paced the uh, big half, which I did two hours 15. And then the Royal Parks, which I did uh, two hours 20 again. Fantastic. And how did you find that pacing experience? And why was it important for you to do it? Um, I find it quite of a challenge, actually. And I feel now part of my progression, I feel more confident to do things before I wouldn't do, I wouldn't be encouraged to do anything someone else would do it and I would support maybe donate or something like that but now I want to be that person who challenges things and puts himself forward for things as well so do you think it's increased your confidence I my confidence has just gone like this to do for me to do this talk today I would never have happened I would never have done it in a million years can I just ask a question? It's quite a personal one, but I think it's important because of the context of ERC and who we are. But and I'd like to have you answer this as honestly as possible, but running in the Asian community, the Indian community, what is it like for you guys culturally in, this, in your circles? So in your family, how many people run and, and how is it viewed? And how do your family view you now? That's a bit of a loaded question, but... Culturally, how is running seen? Let's break it down like that. So we don't have any runners 
in our we never had any runners in our family until I turned up now. When I finished the marathon, my family said to me, This is the greatest achievement that that has happened really. And I was I was so choked, I was in oh, tears wow. that day. And for them to say that was just I couldn't believe it. Oh wow. I mean, you are an inspiration, Stephen, to a lot of people. You are. Round of applause Thank for that. You. And I think, because we, we've spoken about how your friends at work have been inspired by your journey as well. So how do you feel being like a, an ambassador for running in a way? So now I think people were shocked when I came back, when they saw me and was like, what, what's this person? He's come he's gone and he's come back as something else um, and there's only half of him <laughs> and then yeah and now they come to me for they're asking about advice how I started off running what I did to change my diet and I'm just it's, it's really nice I get to talk to them even I give advice to people yeah. just, that's you and, 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 and funny how do you balance because I know that there's a lot of running widows and <laughs> what's the male version called? Widowers. Widowers. Thank you. Um, so how do you balance running and your passion for running with your family, with the time that you give to Afrin? How do you balance it? There is no balance. <laughs> <laughs> Afrin's here. I don't know if she heard that. Afrin, did you hear that? Did you, you didn't hear that. He said there is no balance. There is no balance. <laughs> I think divorce papers have been drawn Efreen up tonight. Is agreeing. Although Efreen is a, a faithful running wife because she's allowed Stephen to drag her to the National Running Show on more than one occasion. And actually, and, yeah. and Efreen joined us to run the Vitality 10K in September Yay! and was amazing. Amazing. Efreen did it her own way. We were so happy when you crossed that finish line. We were so proud of you. And as a couple, you guys are inspiring, totally inspiring. As a running couple. As a running and walking duo. <laughs> running and walking. So I think it's time to take questions from the audience. Um, we're going to have to talk a bit loudly and you're going to have to come oh, across oh, here. If, no, no, we can, we can okay. step. We can step. Does, any, does anyone have a question for Stephen, first of all? Here okay. we go. If you could say your name. I'm Simon, and my question is, which of the 34 you've done in London so far was your favourite? Oh, I really enjoyed uh, Victoria Docks. Um, we didn't get to go on the cable cars, unfortunately. We were late that day. We were late by 10 minutes. We missed <laughs> the start. But we are planning to go back again. I got a really good time. And next time I want to go for a PB there. What Wonderful. time did you get there? Oh, so it was 30, I think it was 34 minutes. But if I had deducted the 10 minutes, yeah, <laughs> it, it would have been good. And can I ask just in terms of why it was your favourite? So the location was really nice because it was by the docks. And I think everyone had said it was a really fast park run. And when I was there, it was, it was fast. Yeah, it was flat. It was perfect. Ideal conditions. Nice and cool. Perfect for running. You're um, going back. Yeah, we're going back, definitely. That's until, he, that's until they go to Harrow and then Harrow will be the favourite. <laughs>
Anybody else got any questions? Do you find you're, you're getting competitive now? That's, That's from Jade. Yes and no. Yes and no. I think some days, yes. But I think sometimes it depends on the terrain. So, like, sometimes we, when we went to um, some parts where it's really muddy, South Norwood, sometimes I just want to get the run done, go home, have a shower. but Forget then, about the mud. Yes, but, like, somewhere like Bromley, where I went last time, and I kicked myself because I didn't do it, I started at the back where I should have started at the front, and I was so close to my PB that I wish I had done it. Any other questions? Uh, my name's Tony. When, when you're preparing for a marathon, do you do any strength training or anything like that? So, for the last two years, no. But I've started strength training this year because I know how important it is. And I know it will help me improve my times. And I just need to get that balance because I just was focused on the running so much. I forgot about the strength training and all of that. And, the, and do you still cycle? No, I haven't been on the bike in months because... Of the running. Steven, no, no, no. You need to mix it up. You need to mix it up. I need to sure. get into a routine where I yeah. do... Do some cross-training. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's Taz. So, have you ever run abroad? And if you have, where? If you haven't, where would you like to run abroad? Great question. So, I've not run abroad yet, but I'm hoping for a space at the Paris Marathon this year. Which will be during the Olympics as well. Oh, wow. So I'm just waiting for confirmation that I've got the space. When is it? It's in August. Oh, fantastic. That might be an ERC yeah, trip to come and yeah, support we, you. We might have to do a, a little Paris Park run. Yes, definitely. Yes. Anybody else got any more questions? Oh, your second wife, Carol. Don't say that in front of Afrin. <laughs> Hi, it's me. <laughs> How do you... Oh, Carol. He knows me well. <laughs> um, how do you think you're going to cope with training to run six hours for me? I haven't thought about this yet because I have to run slower at a slower yes. pace. Yes. And I'm going to be out for a longer period. But I want to do the math. I want to do the training with everyone else. So at the moment, I'm just doing the training with everyone else following the plan. And then I will start doing my own training differently to run slower and maybe be out for a longer period of time. But this will help me with the training for the race for stones as well. Yes. Just for those that don't know, ERC are taking part in Race to the Stones and Race to the Kings this year, which is an amazing trail run uh, happening in June. Two, two amazing trail runs. Two so amazing ra trail runs, yeah. Race to the King is in May. Race to the Stones is in June. Right. Wonderful. Any other questions? Anybody else got any more questions? No? No? So I think we can and call I that think a wrap. That's a wrap. Yeah. Thank you so Thank much, you. Stephen. Thank you to Thank our you audience so for coming and audience. supporting Stephen. It's been an amazing, amazing day. From what we need to do... To park run hero. We one need to take story. a photograph before you go, so don't move anywhere. But for the purposes... Of, of the podcast wrapping up this discussion we'd like to thank Stephen for his time and for sharing his journey it's been absolutely amazing to hear it even the second time and learning some more things about you that we didn't know before so thank you and thank you for coming down to Birmingham up to Birmingham sorry from London uh, to take part so thank you very much thanks Stephen thanks for having me pleasure it's been a pleasure